All this time, I thought firebending was destruction. Since I hurt Katara, I've been too afraid and hesitant. But now I know what it really is. It's energy and life. Yeah, it's like the sun, but inside of you. Do you guys realize this? Well, our civilization is called the Sun Warriors. So yeah. That's why my firebending was so weak before. Because for so many years, hunting you was my drive. It was my purpose. So when I joined you, I lost sight of my inner fire. But now, I have a new drive. I have to help you defeat my father and restore balance to the world. Welcome to the Ember Island Podcast, the show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Sifu Hot, Hot Man Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) And today we will be talking about Book 3, Chapter 13, The Firebending Masters, also known as Bill Trip Wazuko Number 1. Okay, so before we get into spoilers, (laughs) let's, let's do the the spoiler policy right now so we are definitely going to spoil things that happen this episode think things things that happened before and things that happen way way in in the future of this series um we are basically going to be spoiling things to 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 almost the very end so heavy heavy spoilers ahead now what i really wanted to say the masters are dragons. There's dragons, guys. It's so cool. It's, Man, it's so awesome. And they're like super cool Japanese style dragons too. It's badass. The, and the dragon symbolism, we will get into it, but it's perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's so good. Um, this whole episode's really good. All the field trips with Zuko are stellar episodes. Zuko's the best. It's Zuko. so great. Like he just bounces off of everybody in a fun, uh, unique way, depending on who he's with, and it's so great. Like these are the episodes we've all been waiting for, probably since maybe midway and through book one when we figured mm, maybe Zuko has a chance of um of going good, maybe. So, yeah, this, it, is, this is basically our our plot realized fan fiction yeah these are hanging out with everyone we like exactly yeah exactly this is the final form of everyone's fanfics that everybody was writing prior to these episodes airing (laughs) except for zutara oh yeah (laughs) yeah um, this episode very much asserts how it's never gonna happen, guys. But it gets kind of close. Southern Raiders is yet to come. <laughs> oh, man. But until then, this is the Zuko field trip that he has with Aang because the two of them need to go find the true source of firebending because they both realize they're sucking at firebending right now <laughs> for different well, reasons well yeah so um zuka realizes that he doesn't hate himself anymore yeah. so he can't <laughs> use his own self-hatred to fuel his firebending <laughs> yeah 
Which, wow. wow. Sad. Yeah. But it, but I really relate to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um Aang. Aang's Aang. scared. Oh, he's so timid. Oh, bless his heart. Uh yeah, Aang is still scarred from burning Katara, the love of his life. So yeah, obviously yeah. he's just like, no, I don't want anything to do with <laughs> firebending. Please don't make me do it. So yeah, they're both in a bad spot with firebending right now. So they gotta go figure out uh the true source of it and try to get good really quick because they don't have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. And um spoiler, they do get really good. Yes, they do. Oh it, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Just instantly. Oh my god. I love it. I am it, not going to question it. Nope. I yeah. Magic I mean, dragon it, power? Yes. Yeah, it's fine. Like it's it's totally fine. I mean, if anything, I'd make the argument that, uh, well, yeah, while they do become noticeably stronger with firebending after the fact, uh, I I still think there's some progression in their bending after that, too. Like, specifically with Zuko, and if you read the comics, um, he gets full-on OP um, dragon fire prowess. So, like, his sister gets the blue fire, sure, but he gets the colorful fire that the dragons breathe at the end of this episode by the end of a specific comic in that series. So, that's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, first, that is amazing. Uh, that is that is a reason to read the comics all, all on its own. Yeah. Want to see Zuko be more of a badass? Yes, always. Um, uh, but also, would you say that the fire was in them all along? Oh, wow. That's so deep. I, yes, I would say that. Yeah. Man. Because uh, <laughs> fire is life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So oh, why don't we start out? <laughs> why don't we start at the top? Okay. So, um, so oh. Aang is. Oh, wait, first, first. Love the previously on that decided to just include the clip of Hello Zuko here. <laughs> I love Hello Zuko here. <laughs> Zuko has no oh, friends, guys. Yeah. Just in break. case you forgot, <laughs> audience. Yeah, Zuko's a dork. Not his fault. Uh, well, some of it's his fault, but <laughs> yeah, he's a dork. Most of it's Azula just and his burning just all of his, his horrible family life and abuse and you know just being banished in your angsty teenage years probably doesn't do much for your um uh for your social skills yeah, <laughs> so anyway and then, and then hanging out with Iroh yeah <laughs> right Iroh's great guys yes he's but, fabulous but do you want to learn your relationship advice from Iroh <laughs> I mean to be fair Iroh's kind of a baller when it comes to that like he knows how to charm all the ladies and yeah. <laughs> like you can talk a good game <laughs> uh yeah yep so we we opened this episode with Zuko and Aang starting their first firebending lesson together and I have to say it's still so surreal surreal to see Zuko with the gang and it's so great it's awesome it's so awesome so <laughs> he has his good good guy hair on which is hair down means he's Mm -hmm. good (laughs) yeah so uh ang's freaking out but you know zuko tries to not to freak him out like i i understand you're nervous but 
you know, fire is nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> but, you know, if you don't respect it, then it will eat you whole. So no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it, it will chew you up and, <laughs> and spit you out like an, like an angry kimono rhino. <laughs> show, show me what you got. Great. <laughs> so, yeah. And goes for it. Very timidly, and he gets like a tiny puff of smoke, or it's not even a puff; it's like a wisp of smoke. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't call it smoke. I thought it was hot air. Yeah, <laughs> so great. Uh, and then <laughs> Ang's like, um, you know, this isn't working. Maybe you should like demonstrate first. And so Zuko tries to fire up in, well, and first, sorry, first Zuko says, "Stand back." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You might want to take a few steps back. <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be pretty hot. <laughs> so he, he breathes, gets ready to go. The music is ramping up, like we're about to see something really awesome. And then his isn't a wisp of smoke, but we get some fire here. But it's just like I don't know how to describe it. It's just like a little. Um, so remember when? Okay, remember when you watched the live action movie? <laughs> how disappointed you were <laughs> with the fire yeah it okay. like that <laughs> yes not Great to analogy. give you flashbacks but <laughs> i am triggered right now i was trying to repress that <laughs> yep so not great i love the um derpy version of zuko's theme playing on a violin <laughs> in the background I love how this show hates Zuko. I know. <laughs> it's like, let's see what new ways we can design to torture Zuko some more. <laughs> Even after he's gone to the good side. Let's figure yeah. it out. Um, and they have. Uh, yeah, and Aang claps. Digitally. He says it's the worst bending ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zuko's so disappointed. He keeps trying. It's still not very good at all. For hours. Oh yeah, cut to uh, him still cut. going. Oh. Aang is lying on a rock, <laughs> like, uh, and then Zuko is getting increasingly more and more frustrating, frustrated, frustrated. Blah. And um, Aang is trying to be nice. He's like, well, I thought that last one was kind of hot. <laughs> Zuko's like, don't patronize me. You know what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> Aang's like, sorry, Sifu Hotman. <laughs> don't call me Stop that. Call me that. <laughs> Oh, I love him. I love them together. I love these two together so much. They kind of have like their relationship is kind of like an older brother, younger brother dynamic. Yeah. I mean, later on, he says that Aang is a good kid. Mm-hmm. Like it's really sweet. Like Aang looks up to Zuko. They can both get very pissy with each other, but like in a um like uh, what's the right word? Familial. Yeah, a familial kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> and they both, their personalities could not be more different, which it just adds we'll to talk the about awesome later. chemistry. I love it. I love their yeah. dynamic. So <laughs> in comes Sokka, who's eating an apple. So, you know, he's here to be an asshole for a minute. <laughs> uh, Sokka's my favorite person. <laughs> he's so great. <laughs> and he just comes and sits down eating his apple like, hey, jerks, mind if I watch you two jerks do your jerk bending? <laughs> And then Zuko blows up at him to get the heck out of here. <laughs> Sokka just walks away, very proud of himself for his jerk bending joke. <laughs> yeah. 
Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> Jesus. I just, I just wanted Zuko to yell back, why don't you just jerk off? <laughs> that would have been fabulous. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still would have been great. Uh, yeah. Although, um, animation continuity error here. The case Ooh. of Zuko's or Zuko's, of um, Sokka's disappearing and reappearing gloves. <laughs> like, he enters the, he enters the scene initially with no gloves, and then he sits down, and you can see him eating his apple, and then he's wearing his fingerless gloves. And then he, when he stands up to leave again, <laughs> he doesn't have his gloves anymore. <laughs> Everyone was wearing fingerless gloves. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, so so great. Zuko's frustrated. We cut to uh, dinner time, and Zuko's still feeling very awkward around the group, which is nice. Every field trip episode, we get like a dinner scene update uh, with Zuko and the gang. So like this first one, Zuko's still very uncomfortable, and then the second one in the next episode, he's telling really horrible jokes. <laughs> it's still awkward, but he's trying. <laughs> In, uh, <laughs> in this one, he starts off standing in the shadows, looking at everyone sur sur surrounding the fire, eating together. And he obviously still feels separated. Specifically yeah. because the only reason why he was let into the group and why he joined the group was to teach Aang firebending. And now he can't firebend. Right. <laughs> So I was like, great, well, guitarist got an excuse to get rid of me at this point, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> he musters up the courage and walks in and lets him know that he's lost his stuff, to which Top is like, uh, I didn't take your stuff. <laughs> Don't look at me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, he's bringing out that he lost his firebending and cuts to Katara bitterly laughing. Oh, Katara's <laughs> oh, perfection. She is Katara. me. She's so mean. No, me. Oh, she's, she's you. Me. Well, she <laughs> is also mean. Yeah. Definitely mean. But, okay, imagine this guy has been running after <laughs> them for months. Mm -hmm. And now when, when, when they need him most... <laughs> His firebending it still vanishes. Work out? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she, she's laughing at him. Although, um, an aside for a second, did Katara straighten her hair in this episode? Because it's a lot looks a lot straighter than usual. <laughs> I noticed. Um, yeah, it does. Maybe she 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 just took a bath or something. Um, yeah. Uh, or uh, maybe straight hair makes you mean. Fan yeah, theory. <laughs> She should, uh, Sokka should have shared some of his apple. Yeah, asshole uh, apple. Yes. <laughs> oh, um, so if you don't know, um, whenever someone eats, eats a fruit, normally a apple, uh, in a usually show, an usually an apple, in a, in a show or movie, they're 99% of the time being a total dick to everyone around yeah them. <laughs> don't know what it is about eating an apple specifically but it usually means you're a dick uh yeah. to give some examples uh i mean obviously there's this one with Sokka today uh i think of the star trek movie remake with um chris pine where he's taking the um 
Kobayashi Maru. Kobayashi Maru exam. Yeah. <laughs> and he's eating an apple because he's just like yeah. kind of cheating his way through it. There's uh, also Draco Malfoy from the third Harry Potter movie. Oh yeah, he does eat an apple. Who um who is eating a apple in in a tree, being a dick to Harry. <laughs> yeah. Which uh fun which fun fact started um the fan fiction pairing Drapple, which is Draco with, <laughs> with an apple <laughs> romantically. Oh my god! So the so the internet's a weird place. Uh, yes, it is very, very strange, unusual place. <laughs> so you get the idea. I think it's actually a thing on TV tropes now. At this point, TV tropes the website where you can read up on a bunch of crowdsourced tropes that people have noticed, and I think asshole apple is one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the gang tries to figure out mm, what's happened oh. to his bendane, and Aang suggests, well, you know, maybe because uh, beforehand your bending came from rage and just since since you joined us, you just don't have enough rage to fuel it anymore like you used to. And <laughs> cuts to Sokka like, oh, so then we just have to make him angry, right? And then Sokka <laughs> just, starts poking him. Yeah. <laughs> With, I think, Aang's staff or something. And then Zuko blows up at him. Like, stop. I want to note that... Um, that Zuko's anger fueling his fueling his fire bending was never external anger; it was always internal self hatred of himself trying to be better. Yeah, because ninety like percent of it can be attributed yeah, to that. I think, yeah, because even even as a very young child, the moment Azula started fire bending, he was always behind. Mm-hmm. He, he was basically fueling it with with his own frustration and and anger over being second place. Uh, yeah, yeah, which so, is something that I didn't pick up on the first time I watched this because I was a child and I thought he was just mopey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Although, speaking of which, I do appreciate what um, even though Zuko has changed sides, they still keep his. Uh, core personality of being angsty and grumpy because yeah. <laughs> like yeah it just wouldn't feel as realistic if he just completely made a total 180 in personality on top of that he simply changed his values and his goals not and uh, not his actual personality really exactly <laughs> yeah it's still he is he, 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 he is still the same person just because you're mopey doesn't mean you're evil mm-hmm. yep he's hot-headed he's grumpy we love it. He, he is a Slytherin, but he's one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. And then Toph suggests, well, maybe you need to go find the original source of firebending to get reacquainted with what you need to do to get it back again. And <laughs> Sokka, still being an asshole, is like, oh, so what? Does that just involve jumping into a volcano? <laughs> Now, I don't think Sokka was being uh, was being an asshole on purpose. I think that, <laughs> like he, like uh, it makes sense that it would be volcanoes. So, sure. no, it does. So, okay, the Airbenders have sky bison animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Earthbenders have 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 the badger moles animal. Uh, the waterbenders have the moon. 
not an animal. It makes sense that firebenders would have it from volcanoes. And they yeah. live on a they like live on volcanic islands. Okay. It's I weird. That's that fair. I just I still think Sokka was saying that just to troll him though. <laughs> Not no, no. so much. I I find it weird. This th- this is the same problem that I had with Frozen 2. <laughs> so um why are three of them animals <laughs> and then yeah. one of them not yeah it, it's very weird i don't yeah okay the moon uh, makes sense i'm not saying the moon as the original waterbender doesn't make sense because like the tides and it is very very poetic but why? yeah well, yeah <laughs> that is totally fair <laughs> But yeah, I'd go into that rant, but that's another a totally other another podcast. Frozen two. Yeah, no, that's a totally different thing. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yikes. Uh yeah. So and then Um, Toph begins tells her backstory about how she became OP at Earthbending because she randomly ran away when she was a really cute, adorable child. So cute. Well, she's still a child, but she I don't know. She was like seven. Yeah. Super no, not cute. even seven. She must have been like uh, five. Yeah, she's really cute. You know? <laughs> so she ran away and went to a cave where there happened to be some badger moles just chilling. Uh, yeah, and she related to them because they were also blind. And she learned how to earthbend from them, not just as a martial art, but as an extension of her senses. And this is the most wholesome thing. It's so wholesome. Like, oh my god. Like, can I just see like a couple episodes of just like five year old Toph hanging out with Badger Mole? Five year old Zuko? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want them to go on a field trip. No. It's but they happened. Never I know. Trip. It's very sad. They try. What about the oh. comics? I don't know. Yeah, maybe in the comics. I haven't read all the comics, so me neither. Reason, reason to read, reason to read the comics. Maybe yeah. Check to see if they go on their field trip. <laughs> yeah, I am not promising anything. No, but maybe. so uh, yeah. So really wholesome, really sweet. And Zuko being pessimistic, like is like, well, that's not gonna happen because the original masters, firebending wise, are the dragons, but they're supposedly extinct. Uh. Yeah, but then I guess the constellation would be, he does mention that there were the sun warriors, which were an ancient people that learned how to firebend from the dragons first. And, uh, but he assumes they're also wiped out. But then the, uh, Aang suggests, well, maybe we can go check out their ruins and get inspired that way. Something. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so they agreed to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, I like how they keep on talking about how shitty the Fire Nation is. So, yeah. um, so um, when they are when they are talking about the dragons, first, Zuko looks guilty and ashamed because he knows what his ancestor did, mm-hmm. which is basically, uh, spoil spoiler alert, uh, Sozin decided that uh killing uh, killing a dragon was the best test for a firebender 
So then firebenders started hunting down dragons to get the prowess of killing them. And um, and um, that isn't revealed until until later. At this at, at this time, Aang is just like, what? When I was a kid, there there was still a bunch of dragons. What yeah. happened? We're not around anymore, okay? <laughs> um the first the, the first time I saw this, I I thought Sozin decided to kill all of the dragons so that he would have the only dragon because Roku uh, also had a dragon and Roku mm-hmm. was as powerful as him. Yeah. So it was a preventative measure. I mean, either way, killing the dragon was basically just like a flex of power type deal. It's like, oh, you must be a badass because you managed to conquer a dragon. So that that was why they ended up being wiped out for the most part. But also uh, it... It seems oh okay, so I know nothing about Fire Nation uh religion or Fire Nation spirituality, but but I would think that the dragons were revered as being wonderful animals <laughs> that are great. Right? Like they're so cool. Look at them. But... And it yeah, and it's so it's so gross because um azuka when he went later on when when he sees the eternal flame he is in awe this is the best thing he has ever seen this is just super super cool and like these these things obviously have meaning but but sozin caused this terrible war and also took away the culture of the fire nation Mm -hmm. like this part of fire nation culture is like completely buried under years and years of indoctrination and propaganda and just distortion of what everything represents like the stuff that zuko and ang discover is stuff that only a handful of people know and by handful i mean like Iroh. Three three people, as far as we know. <laughs> yeah, so Iroh, Zuko, and Aang. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Um, you will find this ex- you will find this extremely surprising. I forgot Iroh didn't actually kill the dragon. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought he killed the dragon. No. <laughs> and I forgot that twist. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Okay. He's just yes. a total baller. He, yeah. he is the best. Um, before, but before we go on, on Appa, I really liked Aang's Aang's line. Sometimes the shadows of the past can be felt it in the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's, that's really good, yeah. both positively and negatively. If that's any indication from well, any of these characters' experiences, but well, yeah. yes. It is absolutely positive and po- positive and negative. Although they do have a friendship that does transcend generations. Yes, it does. Uh, uh, best yep. friends, so sweet. I love it. Oh my god. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, so I guess the rest of the gang is just like, eh, I don't really yeah. feel like going to some ancient ruins. So you and Zuko can go, Aang. Yeah. <laughs> which I, which, which I'm very surprised. Kataro let Aang go. I know. <laughs> 
she just wants nothing. She doesn't even want to look at Zuko right now. She's like, oh, screw that. Yeah, but <laughs> I am very, very surprised that she's letting Zuko alone with Aang. Yeah, period. it is. It is kind of telling. Yeah, especially because this is field trip number one. Like maybe if this were field trip number three, when people start to ease up a little bit and get more comfortable around each other, it'd be like, oh, okay. I mean, Katara yeah. not so much still, but um, yeah, they they definitely had a arg. Had, they definitely had the argument before they left. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Bro, Be like, careful. I'm the Avatar. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> I'm great. Like fine, I go along with it. Whatever. He hasn't beat me yet. Uh-huh. He tried so many times. <laughs> Just Dude, know that I'm going to kill his ass if you don't make it out in one piece. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they're well, road tripping together on like on Appa and. <laughs> Zuko's so annoyed because it's taking forever. Yeah, I yeah, I thought Appa would be quicker too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, sorry, Zuko, but yeah, usually we start our missions with an upbeat attitude. <laughs> and Zuko just sinks back into his chair, like, oh my god, I can't believe this. <laughs> Zuko's everyone. Zuko's perfect. Real, oh my god, it's so great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Their dynamic is so much fun. Seriously, like Aang is just like this mostly peppy. optimistic, peppy 12-year-old. <laughs> and Zuko's just like this really grouchy. Zuko's seen the world. Yeah. <laughs> Zuko's been been on a raft in the middle of the ocean, life of pie style. Yes. <laughs> Not in the mood. No. So uh, um um then then they that then they reached the the sun warriors ruins which seem to be fairly reachable um they're in pretty pretty good shape for being ruins which which we find out later mm-hmm. they're and they look very um ruins. Mm-hmm. look very as like yeah like very yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty cool yeah which is a little bit strange and i and I like how um, Zuko tries to, cor- like, <laughs> tries to artistically correct it by saying, "Oh, you, oh, you can tell that like these as these Aztec temples kind of look like the Japanese <laughs> pagodas." I um, mean, you can kind of tell. I mean, if tiered, of the fire tiered temples. buildings, yeah, <laughs> yes, but one is of. One is obviously inspired by a different culture. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't care. That's okay. It's old school. Uh yeah. So they're walking around and you know, Aang's still very positive and upbeat. I'm sure nothing can go wrong. The past can be an awesome teacher. <laughs> Just as he trips over a booby trap and almost falls into a pit of spikes before air blowing himself over to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I think the past is trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and so ang's like i don't know maybe we should go back and <laughs> then zuko in a total flex move wall runs just, like yeah assassin's creed wall runs <laughs> to the other side and it's like where's that upbeat attitude you were talking about <laughs> yeah if there are if there are booby traps they're definitely protecting something mm. Yeah, so they proceed inward. Um, and then they come across this really cool mural that foreshadows the end of the, the ritual that they get at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But uh, Aang realizes Zuko's looking a bit more solemn than usual. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, what's going on, Zuko? It's like, oh, you know, I'm just uh, thinking about how my ancestors are the worst and we just totally wiped out all the badass looking dragons. Um, Yeah. Turned it, yeah. It turned out Sozin hunted dragons for for glory, which is the worst. <laughs> yeah, no surprise um, there. And um, there are no more dragons be- because when someone kills a dragon, they get the title dragon. And who killed the last dragon? Iroh, the dragon of the West. Yikes. <laughs> Which is so badass, but also and takes him a little bit. This this is where I freaked out because I forgot Iroh didn't not kill the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, and Aang's just like, Well, I thought your uncle was good or whatever, right? Uh because <laughs> like he had a complicated past. Family tradition, I guess. <laughs> uh yeah, so then the gang, or the gang being Zuko and Aang today, goes to the giant temple that has like a glowing red gem at the top. And they're unable to open the door. And so Zuko speculates that because it's a gem that looks similar to the ones that the Fire Sages have in the Fire Sage temples that we saw back in like book one in the Winter Solstice, Winter Solstice episodes, that this is a door that can only be open on the Solstice and Aang says monkey feathers. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess it's like a, a curse in this world. Um yeah, so <laughs> that is definitely a gosh darn it. I know. <laughs> it was cute. But I was like, we can't wait that long, obviously. I mean, I gotta get this stuff done before the comet coming up in like a month and uh yeah Zuko's like yeah I agree so let's try to cheat it instead and Zuko being a badass again (laughs) whips out his kick-ass swords and um reflects the light onto the gem which opens the door yeah so then then Aang says I don't care what everyone else (laughs) says about you you're you're pretty smart Zuko's happy at first and then realizes yeah. it's like wait what <laughs> it's a backhanded compliment yeah <laughs> his face just drops so funny one it's just great to see Zuko genuinely smile for longer than like a millisecond <laughs> and then it's just funny to see, see him realize oh wait what <laughs> uh yeah so <laughs> then they go in and Aang, they, they see a bunch of different statues of this person doing different poses. And Aang quickly realizes, oh, maybe this is a dance. And Aang tries to emulate one of the poses and it causes a stone on the ground to move. So <laughs> he assumes it's like a dance. So he goes well, to grab Z- Well, the sign says the dancing dragon. Oh, it does. You're right. Yeah. So, some called the dancing dragon, and he realizes that maybe doing this dance will activate something. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, dance with Aang, fall in love. Yeah. Do it, Zuko. Do it, Zuko. Yeah, so he runs over to grab Zuko's arm, like, please, Zuko, dance with me. 
fell in love with me. Yeah. And Zuko's like, what? It's like, come on, this just do it. This is the forbidden pairing. I know. <laughs> Cuts to Zuko looking so annoyed that he has to dance right now. Yeah. <laughs> Zuko's so everything. Zuko <laughs> gives me so much life. Uh, but to be fair, um, he is from a society where dancing is banned, footloose style too so well yeah Zuko knows what dancing is so i think dancing's only banned for for the poor people maybe i mean those kids weren't poor or anything no but, like, the, anyone but who's not the royal family i guess noble yeah <laughs> i mean but somebody tells me it that, was still they went to that one party where people were dancing but they're all friends of noble people so they weren't only... they weren't dancing though they were just chatting yeah standing yeah actually yeah you're right they were all just standing around talking at at, at a house party that's sad Mm -hmm. oh dear yep so okay yeah anyway he's not excited (laughs) at all but begrudgingly he agrees to it so then the two do this dance Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so the two do these yep yeah the two fall in love and do this dance (laughs) And mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I love this contrasting duo. It's so good. Uh, yeah. So, and also, good thing two people came to this temple at the end of the day. Like, yikes! If it was just one of them who showed up, like, well, I don't know about that. So that's something I want to talk about. How <laughs> how Iro survived? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, Iroh's just a badass. I well, one, Iroh started and was and started out just fighting them, which, <laughs> yeah. Why can't we have a series just about Iroh? Yeah, just the adventures of Iroh post war, Bossing Say, Bossing Say. Well, no, because okay, so when did Iroh? fake kill the dragon oh yeah you know what that might have been before yes because i think he was already titled he was then so when did he start his turn was it after he lost his crown Mm. i'm not sure yeah i guess i i want a definitive iroh timeline beat by beat of him Turning from um, a a um, devoted son, general, uh, heartless. Well, well, well. We are we are assuming heartless, but not but, totally hurt. He clearly has love for his family and stuff. Well, and yeah, but definitely a lot more brutal. Sure. Yeah. Um, and um, devoted to the cause. And then when did that turn? Like, what were the steps? When did he join the White Lotus? When when did he, like, what was the relation between uh, finding out the actual, uh, uh, find, uh, finding out the actual knowledge about firebending, uh, uh, pretending to fight the dragon, lying about that, and then um, um, losing his son, and then deciding to to give up at bossing say and then he lost his crown after that so like what was that progression 
it's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. He's he's uh the the fire bending characters are so much cooler than <laughs> than the other ones. <laughs> yeah, they're so cool. Like everybody is really cool and interesting in the show, but I think we're biased towards the royal family, the royal fire nation family because <laughs> they're just yeah. so fucked well, up. Eh, eh, eh. To be honest, except for Ozai. Ozai's boring. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. He's, yeah, he is fine. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, I think he, the fact that Mark Hamill voices him is what he's got going for him the most, I think. Yeah. Uh, he is the Joker. Yes, <laughs> he's actually the Joker. Uh, yeah, so they do this dance and they get a glowing egg sitting on a pedestal, not sketch at all. Indiana Jones style. Yeah, Zuko was clearly not seen Raiders of the Lost Ark or any of the other Indiana Jones movies. (laughs) And clearly has, though, because just when Zuko's about to reach for it, Aang's like, "Uh, I don't think we should do that. (laughs) Zuko's like, why not? Like, I just have a very uncomfortable feeling about glowing gems sitting on pedestals. (laughs) Uh, So Zuko grabs it anyway. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, sure enough, we get like some weird glue goo that just springs it's like out. Green glue. Yeah, I don't know what it is. From like a but... fountain. Mm-hmm. Either way, it like comes out like a freaking fountain gusher and sends Zuko flying up into the ceiling. It was a choice. <laughs> yep, that was a choice, Zuko. <laughs> uh, he can be a real badass at times, but other times he doesn't always think things through. <laughs> uh yeah, so Aang's trying to fight the stuff off or just get away from it at the same time. Luckily, he also swings Zuko around to face the grate that's up at the top so that he can actually breathe in the event they get stuck in there, which and they do. He did. Yay. And yeah, Aang loses his staff in the process, which sucks because that was such a cool staff. And mm-hmm. we already lost it like three episodes after getting it. And, yeah. um, yeah, so he ends up with Zuko, but in like a far more uncomfortable position than Zuko's in. Like, oh my god, he's like his positioning is such that it looks like he's like crouching, but horizontally. That's the position he's in. Yeah. So like his butt is sticking out, and like, oh, that can't be comfortable at all. Like with all that goo backed up against you too. Like, yikes. And, um, and bad news since he lost his staff they have no snacks <laughs> yeah i know no snacks but uh zuko's still trying to play pos- the positive game it's like well we can still breathe <laughs> i mean is is zuko playing the positive game uh, Aang, is, <laughs> Aang is yelling for help um zuko decides to think about his place in 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 the universe yeah, so we should know at this point. But, dread. Yeah. At this point beforehand, Zuko's like, well, you know, maybe if we stay calm, we can figure out a way out of this. Cause it was probably maybe like one o'clock in the afternoon when they got stuck and then cut to like uh, two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Both being very pissy with each other. Aang's yelling for help. And Zuko's like, well, who the hell are you yelling to? Because nobody's lived here for centuries. <laughs> And then here come the sun warriors who were thought to be dead. They're here. Thank God for that. Yeah, (laughs) because what a sad way for Aang and Zuko to go. (laughs) 
stuck in a grate <laughs> yelling at each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so they get, quote, rescued slash interrogated as these anteater armadillos. Yeah. I don't know. Anteater. I, I couldn't. Anteater badgers. I don't know. They're cool. <laughs> they're cool. Uh, they're linking. They're licking the goo stuff off of them. <laughs> it's really cute. And uh, yeah, so the Sun Warriors assume that they were here to steal their stuff, including the glowing egg thing that they probably shouldn't have grabbed. And uh, they refute it. The warriors are still very skeptical about it. And, um, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aang's like, well, I don't know how many times I played this card or I don't use it very often, but I'm the avatar. <laughs> so <laughs> he uses it all the time. All the time. <laughs> I love that the show acknowledges it, though. Uh, the Sun Warriors aren't really flinching, though, but I guess they're willing to listen. Uh, yeah. And Zuko also profusely starts to apologize for um, his relatives and ancestors basically destroying their culture and wiping most of them out, essentially, including the dragons. <laughs> so uh, we came to learn the original way of firebending, so please teach us. And uh yeah so the sun warrior chief reluctantly agrees to it uh but on the condition that like when he takes them to the masters like they're gonna judge you <laughs> and if they judge poorly then uh your ass is grass basically so mm -hmm. uh, also uh there is a uh really angry bitchy sun warrior Called oh, yeah. Ham Gao, and he's the worst. Yeah. Um, and basically, he, uh, so from the, from, from, from the original Nick.com site about this episode, <laughs> quote, Ham Gao was one of the most disliked men of the Sun Warriors. He was a gossip. <laughs> And was viewed as the most annoying person in the tribe. Then why is he the right-hand man? <laughs> because he always seemed to know and talk about everyone else's business. Uh, <laughs> Several times, other sun warriors had secret meetings <laughs> with the chief to, to discuss their, di their dislike for him. Oh, my God. Did you actively look this up or did you just come yes. across <laughs> I, love I, you. I, I I looked this up because I didn't know his name, but I wanted to rag on him. <laughs> so great. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, so then we cut to them going uh approaching the eternal flame, which is the very first fire ever made, which is really cool. That's still there. Which Zuko is just in awe over. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, you know, none of this shit is in the history books at Fire Nation School right now. I mean, uh, that might be, but it I mean, might be a nebulous thing that isn't a physical thing that is there. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> but when you see the first fire. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, so they got to take a piece of the Eternal Flame 
up this giant hike up a mountain in order to get to the masters. And Aang's like, hey, uh, Sun Chief, sir. Yeah, I'm not a firebender yet, so can Zuko carry it for me? Like, <laughs> Chief dude's no. like, no. I was like, okay then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the deal is you can't make it too big or it's going to spread and destroy everything. And you also can't make it too small and be timid with it either, or it's just going to disappear. Yep. Um, it's going to go out. So... Zuko's got no problem with this. Aang's still freaking out. He grabs it. And then he's calmed down by it because it sounds like it feels like a little heartbeat. Which is so cute. Aw. Which yeah, is Zuko's really I mean, Aang yeah. is really cute in this episode. <laughs> which, which, which is also another thing where it feels like a heartbeat because it's life. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So really good. And um again, I, I like that. Uh, Aang and Zuko's issue, while very similar and parallels each other, they're stemming from different places still a little yeah. bit. So, like, I mean, in Zuko's case, he needs to find a way to fuel his fire other than just using anger, which in the past had resulted in destruction of relationships, literal destruction of places like Kiyoshi and things like that, and all that jazz. And Aang just needing to overcome his timidness around it. Uh, both of them hurt people that they like and care about as a result. And yeah, it's a good symbolism for how they're both trying to overcome past mistakes that they've made regarding how they've handled either fire or their inner fire emotion wise, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, specifically in Ang's case, Timonis of course would suit him since he's uh his issue's always been running away from a problem and not yes. wanting to take control over his his destiny and being confident in his actions even when he fails. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, I like oh um and mm-hmm. and I like how the the chief emphasizes that fire is not destruction. Yeah, it, or it's not just destruction. Yeah, it which is it, nice. It, fire fire is life Mm -hmm. because i mean we're kind of we the audience are on a similar journey that these two are where it's like we've kind of been primed up to this point that fire equals bad because those are the main antagonist of the show they're wearing red they're evil yeah Mm -hmm. and the and the context of a lot of people who are firebending usually involves destruction of some kind so (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. negative uh and that's uh, the lesson as to what fire really is has clearly been distorted within the fire nation itself just across time and yeah so the true source has been lost obviously yep um yeah so then they start hiking this mountain and uh ang's still freaking out and taking a sweet time <laughs> yep. and uh yeah zuko's like please hurry up we can't be here all day because like hikes suck (laughs) from the very start of the walk but 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 ang keeps on holding his hand in front of the fire because he doesn't trust himself to keep the fire lit yeah making it hot enough because he doesn't trust himself with it and zuko is basically hey give it more give it more power give it more juice you're a good kid you'll be fine I know it's a sweet. I think uh, as far as like teacher mentor 
wise goes between Katara, Zuko, Zuko and Toph. Yeah, and Zifu Hotman. He kind of falls in the middle between Katara and Toph, where I think he knows innately to give some encouragement, but at the same time, he can be pretty, t- pretty tough. Like, yeah, tough. I think personally, I'm biased, but I think Zuko was really the best teacher for Aang. I yeah. think Aang really struggled learning from Katara and mm-hmm. and and from Toph. I think both of them had um, just problems yeah. personally, like and also with like the way Aang learns. Aang learns that yeah, I think Zuko emulating Iroh by just ex- by just ex- by just explaining things, being calm not telling him he's doing good or bad and just kind of like okay we're we are gonna do this Mm -hmm. okay let's see let's see what we can work with at first i like i just think it's better plus i think it helps that they like they're not best friends yet i agree although it kind of it's it's kind of been feeling like that all episode i mean Eng was definitely the quickest person besides Toph to be on Zuko's good side so um in my heart of hearts like okay I am like 85% kidding maybe like 75% kidding but this is a good pairing guys oh yeah it's such a great pairing seriously like like, it makes like like it makes more sense than than like um than like Katara Zuko come on (laughs) yeah no I can I can see it I I I understand the Zuko and shippers out there yeah that said, because of again, very similar to the Aang and Katara issue I have. Aang is twelve. Like, yeah, I, I see. I it. see. I see it more of like an older younger sibling dynamic, which is nice, and it's like it's really yeah. sweet and familial. Yeah, the, but, age, um, the age gap is even bigger with Zuko, so it's a oh yeah, but like issue. a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like Zuko but, also I mean, calls him a kid. Yeah, like he knows that there's a separation. Mm, it's not quite. A, I mean. Well, yeah. I guess Aang might be close to 13 at this point, but yeah. yeah whatever. Plus, plus he was pretty cozy, cozy with with May. So Yeah. Oh yeah. But um <laughs> yeah, I do feel like Aang or Zuko's probably like the best teacher for Aang, especially considering that he only has like I don't know, maybe a month to learn as much firebending as he does by the end of the show. So yeah, yeah clearly he soaks it up. But I think with Katara, the problem maybe would have been because guitar is a bit too nurturing with him. I think I bet that kind of gave him the permission to maybe slack a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, which is why when he's at the, yeah, which granted he was younger at the start of the show, but like when they're in the North pole, like he's totally slacking on his lessons versus guitar who's killing it. But Leslie, you say younger, but it's, been a year. Yeah, well, he was less disciplined, however, at the start of the show. Well, it is it is less dire. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that and like honestly, I do think he was just less disciplined at yes. that time. Yeah, he definitely was. Mm-hmm. But I, but I also think now, where like before, he just kind of had a a like slight crush on her by just oh, girl, pretty um uh now i think he he would have problems starting to learn from 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 her based on their romantic relationship i think 
that he would try to he would try to impress her so much and and since she's so skilled i think that would mess with it yeah um and then in Toph's case obviously <laughs> uh yeah he needs some uh tough love but not that <laughs> not, not that, that tough, tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's Mine's a sensitive tough it sounds like tough yeah exactly <laughs> so Suko seems like just in the middle pretty good uh yeah so they make it to the final venue where they're gonna go meet the masters or whatever and then uh chief guy and spill the tea dude are <laughs> are, are totally dissing them for a couple more minutes <laughs> while they wait for the dragons yeah. to um, up or whatever. First, I like that there was definitely a road up the mountain. Oh yeah, there totally was better. because these these people all got here <laughs> before <Yeah>. they did. <laughs> Granted, I know they had to handle a like fire with one hand, so they could only climb so much. But still, like you know, these people just took like a shortcut through the mountain or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> jerks. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they that they just spin Zuko and Aang around three times until they got dizzy and then just let them off. Yeah, or you know go. what? Yeah, or even better, it it would be like, okay, your mission is to go hike up that mountain with this eternal flame. Cut to um, what what's the other dude's name? Uh, he is ha He is. Ham gal. Yeah, cuts a ham gal after they leave, uh, whispering to the chief, like, I don't remember that being part of the ritual. I'm like, shh, <laughs> I just wanted to troll him a bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, they, why didn't you just take the road like us? Yeah. <laughs> I would have been pissed. Like, seriously, though? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, so basically, the, the chief says, Things that are true. So yeah. um, Zuko, Zuko, so Zuko's ancestors are the reason why the dragons are gone. And mm -hmm. it's also Aang's fault too because he yeah. disappeared mm -hmm. and he allowed the dragons to die. Yikes. So um, pretty sure the masters won't like you, but okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Have fun though. Have fun, kids. Yeah. So... Um, um, both of them walk up this super, super man. These stairs, super high this, stairs. This is ridiculous. Towards the sun. Hell no! Like it's so cool. I feel it's so cool. I feel like I would be judged poorly just because I'd be out of breath the whole time while the dragons are <laughs> circling yeah. around. Like what the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, a real test to see if they can pass leg day. Yeah. Uh, so they are, so they climb oh, towards the sun. And before that, though, um, <laughs> before that, though, Aang's still kind of scared about all this. And uh, he's like, well, you know, maybe we can just turn back now. I mean, we already learned a lot about the fact that the Sun Warriors are still here and like Eternal Flame is still cool. And Zuko's yeah. like, no, we're seeing this through to the end. And, you know, if things start, if shit, hurt, if shit starts to hit the fan, I'm sure we can take them. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> they go up. Yeah. They nice. go up there probably thinking still that they're just going to be like people coming people. out of the cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, they go up. The dragons are, are dead right now. Yeah. Um, and um, they they walk up sim symbolically towards the sun. 
And while they are doing it, um, all of all of all of the Sun Warriors are playing the main Avatar <laughs> theme. Yeah, they're playing the end credits. And even though their hand movements are not syncing up with the music on the jumps. So funny. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think this is what effort this is what they've been leading up to this entire yeah, time. Yeah. I'm sure that was kind of just a happy coincidence, but it's I nice mean, all the same. I bet that they thought, oh, you know what would be cool? Here we go. <laughs> Here um, we go. Th- this this moment was definitely not planned from episode Mm-mm. one, but I like what they did. I agree. Yeah. So really cool. So they get to the top, um, somehow not out of breath. I know I understand they're in great physical shape, but geez, yeah, those they, stairs are ridiculous. Like <laughs> my hero academia muscles. They're like 14. Yeah. And they have six packs. Mm-hmm. It's Pretty fine. Much. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> don't worry. You're you don't it's okay. Your self-esteem can take it. <laughs> uh yeah. So they're there and uh they start to hear some shaking. This freaks Aang out and he loses his fire. <laughs> and he's like, Metaphorically <laughs> and physically. Uh-huh. Yep. So uh he he whispers to Zuko, um, hey, I'm out of my fire. Can I have some of yours? <laughs> he's like, no, no. Eat. <laughs> yeah. Are you can't cheat, cheat off me. Yeah. <laughs> so, then- so just go down there and get some more from the warriors. Yeah. So then <laughs> Aang starts like grappling him trying to grab his fire um the people below are just staring at them because they're initially they're they're whispering and then they just get progressively louder and louder until it's like a full-on argument and basically the the people below are like yeah they're gonna die right oh yeah so they're so done yeah in true sibling fashion yeah, so them fighting causes Zuko's fire to go out just when the dragons are about to make their appearance and the whole camera start starts shaking. <laughs> Not good. And out pops two really badass dragons. One's red and one's blue. Um, and they're like the Japanese serpentine like dragons. So cool. They're awesome. So um so they awesome. are so they are called um Ran and Ran and Shaw and Shaw, which yeah. um ran means burn or ignite in Chinese. Mm. Um Shaw, which is similar to Shaw, means burn or burn or blaze. And and when you put the characters, uh the Chinese characters together, it means combustion. Oh, that's so cool. So, so I cool. love this this show also remember before when i was talking about how it's weird that everyone else has animals but then um the moon is the moon (laughs) yeah i mean technically they're a koi fish if you yes so i so what i want to say is i think the waterbenders are wrong (laughs) And I don't think that they learned water water bending from the moon. I think they learned water bending from Twi and La, who well, are no, the moon and ocean spirits. 
I'm I I am saying that their history is wrong because <laughs> then the elements are perfectly mirrored with like sure. what they learned bending from you can't <laughs> I don't think it's totally wrong though I think it's more of well yeah okay so waterbenders or at least the northern tribe knew that the incarnation of the moon is represented in the form of a koi fish who chose to split from the spirit world and live in the human world and live in the physical world. Which is cool. Yeah, which is really cool. And yeah, so they knew that much. And I think, I mean, Yue was the one who described where the origins of waterbending. The way she said it was kind of poetic. So, I mean, there's some interpretation to be put in there. But uh, what she said something like, the uh, our ancestors saw how the moon would push and pull the tides and so they learned how to do it themselves so yeah i just wanted to be more magic cool very <laughs> either way I'm, we got cool dragons they're cool um, uh, i love the camera shaking uh it just it implies not just intimidation but just like the weight of these things like these things are huge and, and like and they are comparatively to fang who was um who was Roku's dragon? Mm -hmm. They are so much bigger. Oh, I know. Gigantic. It's so cool. Like, yeah, the fact that they still made, even though we'd seen a dragon prior to this in the form of Roku's dragon, the fact that they still made these two, like, so yeah. badass and still have it be, like, a cool reveal when they are introduced, it's, like, it's pretty good. They did we, a good we job. Also, we we also saw Sozin's dragon as well. Oh yeah, yeah. We also saw Sozin's dragon. Yeah. yeah. So we've seen dragons prior to this, but this is the most epic they've ever been. Which is cool. Yeah. So uh, um, I also so I, I also really like the lighting at this point. I should point out on top of that, just like this whole scene is just kind of it's classic avatar scene it's like one of those scenes that sticks out in my mind when i think about the show like uh it's like almost sunset maybe so it's really yellowy which contrasts really well with the red and blue dragons uh circling around and stuff and it's uh, just really it's good really the colors beautiful. and the lighting are really good plus plus the way that they are flying around it is very reminiscent of twee and law kind of yeah like yin and yang Mm-hmm. They circle around in a like a deliberate kind of pattern. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, so before we get to the dance, I want to talk about the colors of the colors of the dragons. Okay. Okay. So I find it really, really awesome how um the dragon that is facing Zuko is the blue dragon but the dragon that is facing Aang is the red dragon because those are the colored dragons of their like ancestor or reincarnations because uh, uh, yo oh my god Sozin oh. had a blue dragon and then Roku oh. had a red dragon oh my god yeah and, and I it's hope awesome. that was intentional that's awesome no it it definitely oh, had I'm going to think that's intentional because these showrunners know what they're doing in the show. <laughs> like, holy shit. That's awesome. I didn't even think of yeah. that. So um, so um, when they are facing the dragons at first, it's like they're facing their past. Fuck. That's so cool. 
Man, this, this show is so awesome. I freaking love this show. Isn't that it, great? It, guys? Yeah. Because, like, just as an aside, like, you can get so many tidbits like that and more if you just join, like, the Avatar subreddit, which is still very active. Like, I've been on it for forever and picked up on so many things just from that subreddit. Like, there's so many good attention to detail things in the show that are just ridiculous how well thought out they were. Like, Tony, the show is a masterpiece. So, uh, yeah, before they do the dance, though, Aang's still freaking out and asks Zuko, <laughs> still think we can take him? <laughs> Zuko's they like, uh, I, I never said that. What are you talking about? <laughs> that never happened. No. <laughs> so great. Uh, and then Aang gets the instinct to maybe try doing the dance. Which... I don't know if that's him being the avatar or if that's him being a good detective. Yeah, it might be a little bit of both. Like, slash, oh my god, we're just standing around while they, quote, judge us, so maybe we should do something. <laughs> it's like, uh, Zuko, maybe we should do that dance that we were doing earlier. And Zuko's like, oh, really? Like, what indication <laughs> was there that makes you think they want us to dance? Because like, and Aang's like, I don't know, but we should maybe try something before we die in a fiery blaze. <laughs> so Zuko's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he really hates dancing. Yeah, the most fiery of blazes. Yeah. <laughs> so they do this dance, and they do it, and you realize it does kind of mirror how the dragons are actually moving and stuff, which is really cool. Hence why it's called the dancing dragon uh yeah so they do the dance it looks really cool and uh then the dragons stop flying around and just have a staring competition with them for a few minutes which is terrifying <laughs> and then they breathe like this giant tornado of fire around them and uh zuko and ang are thinking this is it <laughs> we're gonna die yeah <laughs> Uh, and so they just kind of get encased in like this tornado of fire. It has a bunch of like rainbow colors rainbow. around it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Um, and, and it's also cool that the dragons are um, LGBT supporters. Well, it is also colors of fire that can't exist without using like metals. Yeah, so like blue. Color. The color blue is noticeably not there. Yeah, so um, there is a lot of like green and like pink and mm -hmm. and and, uh, and purple, it looks, like like it looks otherworldly. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, um and um, I and I want and I want to mention during the dance, they are doing it alongside the dragons who who are mimicking their movement. But, yeah, but now Aang does it with the blue dragon. And Zuko does it with the red dragon. So it's like ah, they are accepting ah, each other. Gosh. And and they have a relationship. Oh my god. That, that made me cry. Generations. <laughs> so good. It is oh my gosh, I love it. Subtle a subtle That's symbolism. So great. Oh my gosh. This show is fabulous. So <laughs> uh, yeah. So after they see the kick-ass dragon fire, um, they proceed to go down the crazy steep stairs. Seriously, those stairs are ridiculous. No railings either, by the way. Like, yikes. And, um, and Zuko just says that he understands. Mm-hmm. That's all, that's all you really need. But just in case you didn't get it, we get a 
a longer explanation about what that meant as they get down the stairs. Um, so first, um, the thing that I forgot somehow, um, Iroh was the last <laughs> outsider to face the masters and he lied to protect them. Basically, at first he tried to kill them, but then I guess they came to a to a understanding after they read his soul. Yeah, something like that. But either way, it's cool, and that's how and why Iroh is a total badass of firebending. I just Iroh's Dumbledore. I want yeah, basically Iroh. Irocentric story, but don't do what Crimes of Grindelwald's doing. Oop, oh God, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So they talk about the cool colors and stuff, and um, you know, again about how fire is life and all that jazz. And Aang was uh, afraid, but he isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he recognizes that it's more than just destruction. And uh, Zuko realizes that um, since fire is life, it's like your inner fire, so to speak. Yeah. And he, <laughs> since he, he joined <laughs> Sun Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Do you, right? you guys know that? <laughs> Sun, like, the chief's like, well, I mean, we are the original firebenders, so. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're called the Sun Warriors. The Sun Warriors? I, yeah. It's I like the sun, but inside of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so Zuko realizes that his fire was sucking prior to this because um, his drives his changed. And he, yeah, and he, he lost his fi- his inner fire as a result because he's trying to figure out what his new drive is, which is now to help Aang restore balance to the rest of the world. Yeah. And, uh, and both of them can firebend. Mm-hmm. And both of them can firebend again. And it's great. Yeah. And... Yeah, and so then at that point, after they are giving each other celebratory smiles at each other, and it's really cute, the chief is like, okay, so now that you know that we exist and know that the last two dragons exist, um, you guys can never leave. Yeah, it's, ti- <laughs> it's time to imprison you forever. Yeah. <laughs> These cuts as you going in like, wait, what? <laughs> And just kidding. kidding. And then they look at each other like, okay. And then come back with you. Don't tell anyone, seriously. (laughs) And then we cut back to Aang and Zuko, who have come back from their trip demonstrating the cool dragon dance that Aang has somehow managed to convince Zuko to do again. (laughs) And then they all clap. Yay! Yay! Oh, they're doing it with fire this time since they can firebend again. (laughs) Um yeah, looks great. Everyone claps. And uh Sokka uh yeah, Sokka start um being a troll again. <laughs> like, oh wow, I guess you'll just have to dance your way up and have a dance battle with the Fire Lord at the end, right? And yeah, like, <laughs> Zuko tap dance your way. Uh-huh. Zuko gets <laughs> defensive as he's wont to do. It's like, uh, it's not a dance, it's firebending forms. <laughs> and Katara's like, yeah, well, what's your What's your form's called? The Dancing Dragon. <laughs> and everyone laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to black. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Really great world building. Really great fun just getting to see the 
friendly familial dynamic between Aang and Zuko that we've waited for for a long time up to this point. Uh, yeah, just great banter, great chemistry between those two. Um, I and have literally no no pointers no possible critique for this episode I, every single yeah. second was perfectly placed perfectly well done nothing nothing should have been added nothing should have been taken out mm-hmm. like i i really can't think of anything i have a problem with in this episode really it's a really solid episode one of my favorites um, and I want to applaud the subtle storytelling that it that it did with 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 only visuals. So um, we know Aang is timid and scared uh, mm-hmm. of fire the entire time. When he takes the fire, he always puts a hand in, he always puts a hand in front of it because he's afraid that he is going to blow it out. Uh, they didn't have to. Or he's either afraid it's going to blow out or he's afraid that it's going to get too big because last time he played with fire, literally and metaphorically, um, it did get out of control. So Exactly. But we see him do that and we don't have to, like, they don't have to tell us, oh, uh, oh, Aang, you should really be, be doing this, this, and this. They did, but... But 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 we can also see it um, mm-hmm. when when we see Zuko standing away from everyone surrounding the fire, having a good time. We feel his separation. You don't have to tell us that. We yeah. See it. Mm-hmm. And what's great is because we get more um, fireside chats with the gang in the next couple episodes too. We can see the relationship, the dynamic between Zuko and the rest of the gang progressively change from awkward to pretty familiar and nice yeah, Zuko gets um, friends. Mm-hmm, it's great Zuko gets friends we're happy and also from here on out uh something I noticed in the back half of book three like book book blah, the back half of book three is so good but noticeably there's not a lot of action scenes in most of these episodes and if they're they are there they're like not very long or don't take up a lot of the episode Mm, unless you count the finale um which is nice because it's like equal parts a calm before the storm when we get to sozin's comet so that that has more impact and also at the same time since these episodes are more about closure with some loose plot threads that we've had lying around like next week's episode or like uh just resolving the um any conflict they had with zuko for instance specifically uh you don't really need those action sequences as a result that's uh, for it to still be very compelling and fun to watch Mm -hmm. that said the action scenes we do get specifically with zuko his firebending is noticeably different i think um specifically um he grunts a lot and prior to this episode because it's like all of his rage that he's exerting into his firebending grunting i would say yelling yeah "Ah!" sure yeah, you get the idea. But um, in contrast, he's a lot calmer, and you can tell that he's having to exert less, but still able to produce more, or uh, at the same time, and that's really cool. To the point where even before uh, before Azula, spoiler alert, starts to have her mental breakdown, he's kind of going toe to toe with her 
Um, and she's pissed. Yeah. And like, um, he's not necessarily winning, but the fact that he's even toe to toe with her is crazy good growth on his end in such a short amount of time, especially if you consider, you know, back in like uh, book two Avatar State episode where she's not even firebending and kicking his ass. <laughs> so, um, yeah, really cool. And it, yeah, it's great to see the impact that it has on his bending overall. And of course, Aang, his whole thing was just being timid with his firebending. And then after that, he's pretty confident yeah. in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fire is fire's cool. Yep. And uh, yeah, as we mentioned before, uh, Zuko gets so dang good that <laughs> we get to the comics <laughs> and his bending just he's escalates. He's a dragon now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's basically a dragon. <laughs> yeah. So really cool. Um, especially because, like, I mean, again, he's not like Azula, who's a full-blown prodigy. Like, can you imagine if Azula somehow managed to get past the dragon's judgment? Which she wouldn't, but if she did, and she found out the true source of fire, a firebending, like, oh my god, that would be scary as hell. There are quite a few reverse fan fictions online. Sorry, oh. I'm not fan fiction, <laughs> but basically that, um, the water tribe was was the one to take over the world <laughs> so then the fire nation is in the same position that Sokka and that Sokka and Katara were in mm -hmm. uh, originally um i don't <laughs> know how they so zuko and azula are <laughs> yes. travel companions yes i that don't would be know... the most awkward yeah, but I but but they're definitely written differently because oh yeah, that well, but yeah, um, I mean normally not much uh, indoctrination happening over there. I'm sure at that yeah, point. Yeah, normally Azula is more stable. Yeah, sure. Less less abused as a child. Mm. Yet again, it is. But I mean, sociopathic tendencies is like part nature, part nurture. I think so. I I still think. There'd be some slight well, sociopathic tendencies there. Oh yeah, I mean she she definitely stresses herself out. We will talk about Azula a lot later. I have oh yeah, so Probably, like in the next many, episode. Yes, I have so many thoughts, um, but um, it is just a it is a miracle that Zuko ended up well adjusted. Oh, I know. Thank God, and we love him for it. Well, and, no, thank Iroh. Oh yeah, thank uh, yeah, thank Iroh. Yeah, Iroh rocks so freaking much, and thank God Zuko um, eventually came to his senses and was able yep. to make that choice on his own. And after. he did not kill a dragon. Nope, and he did not kill a dragon. So great. Uh, yeah. So that ends field trip number one. Got to see yeah. an awesome friendship blooming between Aang and Zuko. Or maybe and more. They were dancing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so tune in next time when we talk about book three, chapters 14 and 15. This is an hour-long episode. The mm -hmm. Boiling Rock, a.k.a. Yay! the Sokka-Zuko field trip with Suki making a reappearance. Spoiler alert. Awesome. This is a great episode. I'm looking forward to that one. So I'm, I'm so ready for it. Yeah, we're we're just beating a dead horse. It like it's great. Yeah, it's they're great. All, they're all great guys. Specifically, the back half of book three is just 
one episode after the next, just killing it on all fronts. Plus, um, so. there is more Zuko and like Yep. Oh boy, and more awkward fun with uh, <laughs> with the game. That's heavy, man. <laughs> that's rough, okay. buddy. <laughs> yeah. Until next time. Stay flaming. <laughs>